Turkey Month, and Turkey Day. Do you have a turkey? It's right around the corner. What's that? Do you have a turkey tag? Do you have a turkey tag? I actually do. Yeah. Where are you gonna get yeah, one for? Well, I actually had some turkeys come in when I was deer hunting, and uh, because of them and my attention on them, I actually missed a deer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not too much into turkeys right now. If you had a difficult shot at a doe or a clean shot at a turkey, which would you prefer? Oh, the doe, hundred percent. So you'd rather? I'm take not a tough convinced. Shot. I'm not convinced that that wild turkey would actually give you that much meat. You might get a breast out of it, but that's it. Okay. So it's versus an entire deer. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. The glory of the hunt. I've heard turkey but, are but tough just, to hunt. That they're pretty skittish. Like they're tough to. They are. But we're just so we're clear. I would only take an ethical shot. So. <laughs> Just so, just so I go on the record of saying that. Listen, man, I'm not out there in the woods with you. I'm How not, did we get off on this? I was talking about Thanksgiving, and you started talking about turkey hunting. Really, turkey season is in the spring, but here in Indiana, we do have a fall turkey well, season. I'm doing a series past, of but... like sub-episodes within these episodes, and it's a series of experiments to see how easily I can derail you from the topic at hand. <laughs> and uh, the experiments it's are going well actually so far. very pretty. Yeah. Well, going well in the <laughs> sense productive. that it's very easy. Okay. All right, we're well, talking we're about talk Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. about turkeys. That's right, but it is. I love November. I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. Oh, why is that? Because I, I prepared for something and you didn't. Yeah. And I'm gonna oh, of course it on I prepared. You. Let me let me explain something to you. I am always prepared. Okay, derailing always. number two. Successful. Always. In fact, um, <laughs> some people call me a Boy Scout because I'm so prepared. And so let me talk to you a little bit about how I'm prepared for different situations. Listen, man, you can save your rabbit trails for your sermons. Let's uh, stay on track here. <laughs> I want you to define a very difficult word. Off okay. the top of your head. Okay. Come up with a definition for what it means to give thanks. To give thanks. What does it mean to give thanks? It means to recognize that what is in your life is undeserved and to, um, to recognize the goodness of the giver in that. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> I think you did a decent job. A decent job, yeah. And the reason is, and I th- actually think it's really good, but um, I, I think you just defined what it means to be thankful, not what it means to give thanks. To give thanks would be then to verbalize that. Okay, there you go. Yeah. It would be to, to, to tell, to verbalize. Second try, you get an A+. Plus. Good yeah. work, good work. Yeah. You want to hear my definition? I just heard I of somebody about the other day here in school who got an A on their paper and took their red pen and added a plus to it and took it, took it home to their parents. Very funny story, actually. Uh, okay, that's having a school. Is that cheating? Look, Some mom, I got an A plus. Right. Okay, here's my definition. Okay. Um, a joyful expression of indebtedness for an undeserved kindness. Yeah. Joyful expression of indebtedness for an undeserved kindness. I'm, I'm, I'm pondering on the word indebtedness. Yeah. Because not all kindness puts somebody in debt. It may just be in a, a gift of grace. Yes, yes. There could be some wordsmithing there. So what I'm trying to say is your preparation was worse than my off the cuff. <laughs> that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> well, Joe, that's why you're the senior pastor. <laughs> no, I think that's. I think that is important because the 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 common theme in that definition is the fact that. Whatever is given is undeserved. Well, and here's kind of what I mean by that. I think that thanks is owed to the person 
who grants the undeserved kindness. Interesting. You're indebted in the sense that it is your moral obligation to be thankful for the undeserved kindnesses granted to you by others. Okay. So I could see that. I could see the word indebtedness. Maybe. So let's go back to this previous statement you made just a second ago and let's revisit this just a little bit. Okay. Okay. No, I I get that. You're so quick to think because the the opposite more time when you see people who are unthankful, it's because of an entitled mentality, right? It's because of someone who comes in and says, I does, I, this is no longer undeserved. This is deserved. And therefore, I don't have a need for thankfulness because I deserve this. And I was thinking about this actual concept just a few a little while ago. And uh, you think about children in the home. Mm-hmm. It is right for them both to say thank you to their parents and to be thankful towards their parents. And a child in the home can never say, I don't need to be thankful. You have to do this for me because I'm your child. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to think through what is it because if – if, if it's something that's truly owed by virtue of something that's in the child, then the child does not need to give thanks. But I think that in reality, the, the parental relationship is the parents give to their children as part of their moral duty before them in God. Mm-hmm. And what the children receive from their parents is an undeserved kindness. Well, and I think there's also something with a parent in which um, a, a parent glories in giving good gifts to their kids mm-hmm. out of love you know and we make it very <laughs> and we make it very clear in our house that every kindness is undeserved you know that 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 they deserve nothing and yet we still choose to give them because we want them to be thankful well and this is you relevant know? as well for our relationship with god because as we've been brought into the status Mm-hmm. of being adopted children of God. We can never look at God and say, well, I'm your child, so now you owe me all of this. That's right. I'm I'm your child, so you have to do this for me. Mm-hmm. God has promised to do it, but even the very nature of the relationship doesn't detract from the fact that it's all a grace gift. It's all undeserved kindness from God, regardless of our status. I'd agree with that 100%. So let's talk about a couple of things. First of all, let's talk a little bit about the biblical teaching on Thanksgiving. What does the Bible have to say about Thanksgiving? The holiday? Yes, yeah. So tell me about the pilgrims in the Bible. And uh, <laughs> Well, the Bible speaks to the holiday, See, actually. Abraham was a sojourner, and that's like a pilgrim. And so Abraham was a pilgrim looking Lot for was a, turkey. a heavenly Massachusetts. Where, did you hear what I said? Okay, well, that's about as far as I was going to go. Um, did you even hear what I said? No. I said Lot was a turkey. <laughs> like I said, that's okay. about as far as that's going to go. Um, okay, uh, what, what does the Bible say about... Um, Obviously, we, we see a lot of Thanksgiving in the Bible, but there are some specific teachings we want to draw our attention to just for a moment. Yeah, and I'm thinking specifically of um, Colossians chapter 1 where it says, giving thanks to the Father yeah. who's qualified you to be a participant of the saints in light. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and that's that specifically speaking of salvation and the qualification that's been granted to you undeservedly to share in the inheritance of Christ. Right. Just a few verses later in Colossians 2, 6, and 7, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in it in thanksgiving. There you go. Um, and the idea being just uh, to, to be thankful in a constant way because of the salvation that we're, we're experiencing in Christ. Because in a way, don't you agree that thankfulness is an expression of humility? Yes. Yeah, for sure. And and a proper understanding of the gospel drives us to humility 
that there is an undeserved grace given to us, the greatest grace that we did not earn, that we did not, um, that was given to us not on our own merit or for any good thing that we have done or would have done, yeah. but is just God's gracious kindness towards us. Which I think is probably why Paul says in First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this mm-hmm. is the will of God. Obviously, there's quite a few more passages we could go to, but we want to um, talk about a couple uh, uh, practical aspects of this, especially as we come up on the holiday here. And the first thing that we want to consider is um, the, f- the effects of Thanksgiving. For a person who's genuinely thankful, they are regularly expressing the kindnesses they've received that are undeserved. What does that produce in their life? What is the benefit to the Christian to be thankful um, as they engage in that particular habit, that commandment? A verbal expression of thanksgiving reminds the person that that they don't deserve whatever goodness they have. Whether they in that moment feel thankful or not, it is a verbal reminder that they don't deserve it. It teaches us humility. That's right. Um, as much as it is a response of humility, like I, I'm humble, therefore mm-hmm. I give thanks, the more I give thanks, I think it actually fosters and That's creates right. greater and greater humility before yep. the Lord. I also think it expresses a dependence on someone else. Yeah. And and says, okay, you know, this is the church. We often say at community, you know, you need the church and the church needs you. And so when we say thank you, it reminds us of the need that we have for each other and the one anotherness of the local church yeah. and in friendship and expresses that um, verbally expresses the gratefulness for that need being met. Right. I think it actually, as well as uh, kind of the things we've talked about, humility, dependence, better relationships with people, better fellowship, it uh, can help produce contentment in our hearts. Mm. And I think the reason for this is the more we give thanks the more we recognize that so much of our life uh, and our lives, the aspects of our lives, are not necessary for us to live and be godly. In other words, we have far more than the bare necessities for godliness. And so the more we give thanks, the more we recognize, wow, God has already given me far above what is necessary for me far above what I actually need, Mm -hmm. and it actually can kind of help prevent me from continuing to be greedy for all these other things because I'm learning to recognize the superabundance of gracious giving God's already displayed for me. Yeah, I think it's huge. I also think it serves a, a note of encouragement for the giver. You know, we don't butter people up with our words, but there is a sense in where when a person serves and there's a, there's a special thank you there, that um, that person understands that their service met a need mm-hmm. and that their service given in love was used by God in a specific way to meet a specific need in that person's life. And so in that way, it's used even to encourage the giver. It provides dignity to it. It does. Uh, uh, it, the, the person who's serving... Uh, when they serve without any sense of thanksgiving whatsoever, uh, it, it, it kind of makes them invisible in a way. You know, they they end up being kind of a, uh, uh, a servant not worthy of recognition. But the reality is, is that in our relationship with God, um, God is worthy of recognition for every gift that he provides because of his power, his relationship abilities, and so on and so forth. And I think that uh, in the same way, people are obligated to re- or, or uh, worthy of receiving thanks for the dignity of their staff as persons uh, made in the image of God. Love that. It's good. There's also an aspect of joy that's producing this. The more thankful sure. people are more joyful people. Right. Um, God's just kind of designed us to be this way that we actually function best as humans 
Um, obviously, in giving and meeting needs, but fundamentally as creatures who joyfully rely on the great giver, as James says, of every good and perfect gift. One of the most, some, some of the most unhappy people that you will meet are those who have a lot of things because they are uh, entitled and they are unthankful. They are covetousness, and so they amass either wealth or stuff to themselves, and yet they are still absolutely miserable because their heart is not full mm-hmm. of thankfulness, because yeah. their heart is full of pride. We need to take some time to consider really practically how to give thanks properly. Hmm. Uh, giving thanks can be a tough thing for people. Mm-hmm. It can be a hard thing to acknowledge, uh, believe it or not. Um, and it can be a little bit tr- tough to try and figure out how do I how do I do this in a biblical way? How do hmm. I do this in a way that's not flattery? How do I do it in a way that honors God appropriately? And uh, I think the very first step is to, and I'm going to kind of frame this in terms of your relationship with God. How do you offer biblical thanksgiving to God specifically? I think the very first step is to acknowledge your need. You have to recognize your finiteness, your limitations. In order to give genuine thanks to God, there can't be a part of you that says, I'm going to say thank you to God, but if God hadn't done it, I would have been able to get it for myself. Sure. Yeah. There's a, a recognition that a gift, when it comes from God, could have only come from could God. Come God. Yeah, I was thinking more specifically. I think that's a that's a great start. I was thinking specifically how how to thank people in a way that's that's meaningful but not um, flattering. Yeah. And I've I saw somebody uh, a man in our church who does this very well, and I actually saw it evidenced most recently at a funeral where he walked up to um, the family member of someone who had passed into heaven, and he walked up to them and he said, I want to let you know how thankful I am for this person in my life because this is how God used them in my life, and this is how I saw God's character displayed, and I just want to let you know how thankful I am that he, that, that, that I was able to be his friend. Hmm. And, and I thought that was a really interesting, I, I, I thought about that for a long time and thought, okay, that's interesting because when, you, when you're saying thank you to somebody, you still want to point out the Christ-like character in their life. I am thankful for this in your life because you evidence Christ in this way. I am thankful for this action because it showed the character of God to me in a very specific way. And it's interesting as you talk about that, the way that all praise eventually comes back to God, because if you're giving thanks to another person who is also a thankful person, You're going to say something along those lines, saying, I'm so thankful for this evidence of Christ-likeness in your life. And that thankful person who hears that immediately recognizes, well, the only reason that that Mm Christ-likeness is a part of my life is because God's Spirit has done a gracious work in me. And so the thanks that comes to me actually ends up just making its way back to God and his character, which I think helps us understand these other points, which is that you know, beyond just acknowledging our need, we have to recognize our unworthiness to receive the things that we've been given. Yeah. If you think about like somebody like a king of a country who may not be proficient in matters of state or even really, frankly, in uh, like how to prepare a meal for themselves, yet they believe that because of their station in life, they are worthy to receive they these things. It. They yeah. deserve it. So they may acknowledge a real need. I need to eat and I don't know how to cook because I'm the king. But because I'm the king, I deserve this. And so you have to have both, right? You have to have both an acknowledgement of your finiteness as well as a recognition. 
God doesn't have to give this to me. And if he chose to withhold this from me forever, it would still be good and right of God. He's within his prerogative to do that. It's interesting, though, that I think we keep coming back to this concept of thankfulness is rooted in a heart that recognizes that that they don't deserve anything. Right. And in, in areas in which we don't say thank you or in which we are not thankful, specifically verbally thankful, then we are somehow evidencing an entitled mindset that we deserve the goodness that's coming our it's way. It's like what Paul said, what do you have that you didn't receive? There you go. And I think that really is anchored in what this, what this uh, hopefully, this holiday is all about, is sitting around and saying, God has been so good to us this year. It may not have been easy. It may not have been, it, or it may have been painful, but God has been so good and everything that, that we've been given, we don't deserve. I think as we give thanks to the Lord specifically, we recognize our need, we realize our unworthiness, um, but we have to, as we recognize those things that are already true about us, rehearse in our minds the character of God. Everything for which we give thanks is a manifestation of an attribute of God. Yes. The food that you have on your table is a manifestation of the provision of God, of the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. The salvation that you possess is a manifestation of the grace and mercy yeah. and love of God. You yeah. know, the, the trials in your life, mm. the tragedies in your life are manifestations of the wisdom of God. And as Hebrews tells us, it, that itself is also a manifestation of the love of God that he's willing to put you through pain so that you are actually sanctified in your heart and in your purposes. Let's do this. Um, let's end with a couple things that we're thankful for and maybe some challenges to... Uh, our church family and how to approach the Thanksgiving meal or that time when they would verbally say thank you. So uh, what are some things in your life that you're thankful for that you're going to be focusing on this week? I'm, I'm obviously very especially thankful for my salvation. Uh, there's no aspect of my salvation I can take credit for. And so I'm just, I'm thankful to God. It's not something I deserve. It's not something I can explain, but I'm thankful to the Lord that he provided Jesus Christ and uh, uh, brought me to saving faith. And that really should be where we all start as Christians. You know, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to be your child. Mm -hmm. you know, for me, um, I'm taking my mind in angling it directly towards um, dear brothers and sisters in Christ that God has brought into my life, whether mm -hmm. that be through our church or through my family, mm -hmm. that I'm very thankful for the people that God's brought into my life who push me to be more like Christ, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful, and hopefully, I'd like to challenge the people who are in our, who are listening to this, who are in our church, to take time to verbalize thankfulness. Sometimes on Thanksgiving Day, sometimes it's awkward if you're um, if you eat with people who don't normally do that around the table. But just just step out and say, hey, let's stop for just a minute, and let's just share one or two things that we're all thankful for, and watch how it shifts the conversation and helps focus. You know the. Um, the whole meal and, and thankfulness to Christ. There are so many holidays that have been uh, hijacked by secular agendas mm -hmm. uh, that really have Christian roots. And Thanksgiving, of all of them, should just be the most joyful opportunity. A Christian's yeah. heart should just rise up and say, awesome. There's no obligation for buying gifts or presents. You know, maybe there's some stress around preparing a particular meal. Maybe there's some desires to watch football and relax, take a Sabbath in that way. But man, that, 
the whole point of this is so stinking Christian, you know, like just through and through, like this is just at the heart of what the Christian's daily fellowship with God is. And this is just an opportunity to formalize that and enjoy a specific time of uh, just giving thanks to God for his provision. Amen. Setting a pattern for our family and, and a good reminder to live a life of thankfulness in this way.